Voices of the Temple, official podcast of the Temple of Witchcraft, exploring mystery and magic through love, will, and wisdom, hosted by Adam Sartwell. Hi, listeners. This is Adam Sartwell, and you're listening to Voices of the Temple. Um, I'm just going to take a few moments to get us all into a sacred space before we start. So take a deep breath with me. (sighs) I call upon the great spirit. We call to the two who move as one. Through the three rays of love, will, and wisdom. We call upon the goddess, maiden, mother, and crone. Past, present, and future. Creator, sustainer, and destroyer. Weaver of the web. We call to the God, Lord of light, Lord of darkness, God of the green and the gold, God of the horn and the red, singer of the song, be with us now and forever, so mote it be. So I am with Liz, or Elizabeth Graham, whichever one you want, Um, I'm good with. They are with me uh, here on... uh, Voices, and we're going to talk about Temple Fest. Um, so, to just dive us right into it, tell us about uh, you and your role in the Temple, uh, Aquarius Ministry, and Temple Fest. Tell us all about it. Yeah. Um, so, I have been with the Temple for, I think, since 2014. Um, so however long that's been now, um, <laughs> about eight years, um, I graduated Witchcraft 5 earlier this year, even though it feels like much longer ago than that already. Um, and I have been working in a volunteer role with the temple um, pretty much from the get-go. So <laughs> for about eight years, um, I actually volunteered at my first temple fest, at my first Temple Fest. Um, so uh, I, I have never attended Temple Fest as a, as a non-volunteer. <laughs> um, and I instantly fell in love with it. I have a strong belief that if you are gaining from something, especially a community, especially a nonprofit community that's run off of volunteer work, then it is my personal duty to give back to it as much as I get from it. And so volunteering is just a very natural way of being able to do that. Um, I'm also just very quick to ask how I can help. And the temple is very quick to be like, this is how. <laughs> so um, that that's kind of how that went. Uh, as far as ministries go, I've been a Pisces deputy minister for a few years. Uh, I want to say four-ish years. Um, And I actually was an Aquarius ministry deputy a few years ago um, when it was under other lead ministers' hands um, and then stepped away from Aquarius for a while uh, and came back to it. Um, And so at the time, I was also working as a um, mentee under the Blu-ray for Temple Fest, which um, I'll get into that structure um, later, but uh, the essentially, I was helping um, lear- learning how to help run the show, <laughs> um, yeah. which uh, helped a lot when it came to having to run the show this past year. <laughs> um, and now I am one of the three race. Yeah. 
Um, so for those who might not be familiar, tell us a little bit about the history of Temple Fest and what it is. So you probably actually know more about the history of it than I do. Um, my first Temple Fest was in 2015, uh, which was the last one that we had at the farm. Well, I can't really say that anymore, but the last full one that was at the farm. Um, so for those unaware, uh, Temple Fest was originally, well, was originally held um, at uh, our treasurer's farm and it was a camping event uh, with tents and the whole shebang. Uh, and we had a little bit of a throwback to that kind of format this year for one day. Um, and then after that year, we moved to the Sargent Center. So we had the campground with actual buildings and <laughs> plumbing. <laughs> yeah. It's always a great thing. Um, so Temple Fest is essentially a uh, witchcraft festival put on by the temple. It's based in community and education. There are uh, workshop sessions that are offered each day with multiple offerings during each of those those session slots. Um, there are keynotes, there are rituals and, and other events, uh, community events and things of that nature. Uh, it is definitely one of the opportunities for a lot of our long distance members to attend something for the temple uh, in person. And I, I really noticed this year at, with having something smaller, a one day event, we had a lot less of our long distance members, but they're really the heart of Temple Fast, uh, and it, it's really a blessing to be able to have everybody come together, sometimes for the only event that they get to come together for the year, so. Yeah, it really is special in that way that, you know, we get to see all those people from far away and get to spend a little bit of time speaking with them and talking with them, and yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, in your, you know, summation, I, you know, I'm going to throw in some more history that there was yeah. a farm before we went to Jocelyn's that we oh, went to and had the, the that was the first Temple Fest. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> it is uh, interesting that we've gone to multiple spaces and, yeah. um, and also had to, you know, because of COVID, you know, change the way we did it a couple of years and, I'm glad that we're getting back to in-person myself. Um, Me too. Um, yeah. And what was the first one, 2010? Oh, you would ask me. I'm terrible at years. <laughs> like, time I does not exist to fairies. So... <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm like... Clearly... Uh, clearly yesterday. I, I, know, like... um, I only know because Jocelyn has a quilt that she made out of the t-shirts from Temple Fest of every year. And so I um, actually got to sleep with that when I was staying at her house for Temple Fest this year. And I got to kind of be swaddled in the history of Temple Fest, which was wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yes, the last two were online. Um, and there have definitely been benefits to doing online events uh and some of them i definitely want to continue um to see and we have temple hearth now as well which will continue to be the online kind of alternative to temple fest um but i really 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 want a full in-person temple fest for 2023 we're active we're 
actively working to make that a possibility, uh, barring the world shutting down again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're. I feel like we're all putting a little bit of energy into getting us back to maybe the Sergeant Center or maybe some, you know, place else if we have to, um, to have that longer event that we really enjoy. Um yeah instead of a you know one day event i know it was kind of like a teaser almost it was <laughs> it didn't have that <laughs> i hate to say it but you know we go into uh ecstatic states in different ways mm-hmm. and i feel like the uh immersion of temple fest over multiple days the exhaustion of temple fest over multiple days uh living in community like that it puts you in a liminal space uh that is really conducive to the type of learning and ritual that we do within it and having that one day event where most most people were coming from home and returning home at the beginning and end of the day um didn't really put you in that same frame of mind but it was really good to have a community event like that again yeah so out of all the temple fests that you have attended slash you know been organizer volunteer for um what are your favorite things about the temple fest that you have attended Ooh. Um, I mean, there are definitely certain rituals that, that stand out. Uh, I haven't been able to do the fairy quest yet, but, um, I have helped set up and take down and, and (laughs) organize the fairy quest. And, uh, we are planning if we're in person for next year, having a fairy quest again. So, um, that, I, I'm going to be the first person in line for because it's time. Um, but so uh, Temple Fest, for, for those unaware, we do a rotating um, yearly theme based on the three rays. And so typically for the blue ray year, we do, we try and do a fairy quest or something related to the fae, uh, specifically with the court that the temple works with. And the fairy quest is typically a... Uh, a quest into the woods uh, where you get to meet embodied fae, essentially um, people, members of the temple who are working with the the fairy court to be able to bring them into a very real presence. Um, And speaking of liminal spaces, uh, but uh, yeah, that is definitely one of the cooler things that I think that we do. Um, There was the midnight Sabbath ritual a few years back uh, where we had the, the four, horned gods in the quarters uh, and people were brought to them and we had it was a christopher ritual so it was very involved but it was wonderful um and i had the honor of being one of the horned gods for that the bullhorned god for that and that was a really amazing experience um also keynotes and speakers that we've had that just stand out i mean courtney weber was amazing uh wendy rule was amazing um, I also love Judica. Judica was at my first one. So there's too many things to name. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love, there's always at least one thing from every year that I really hold on to and, and take with me. So uh, awesome. I, I, if you asked me a favorite year, I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, usually it's it's something from the year that I really enjoyed and, and yeah. you know, that remem- I remember, you know. Um, I will say, I think the first year at the Sargent Center will always be 
it will always stand out just because of the feeling of the energy of the land that first year. A lot of the spirits there really weren't sure who these people were and what we were doing. Um, and it was having a lot of conversations being had with the spirits that were already there and the spirits we were bringing in. And um, it was a very tangible year. Like, I feel like you could have cut through the energy there with, with the knife. Yeah. I remember one of the, the ones at the Sargent center, um, some of my best spiritual experiences are when I'm alone. So mm-hmm. I went to the the half moon beach that they had out there and I was standing doing my mantras in the water. Mm-hmm. And there were like, it just was one of those moments where the whole world felt, I felt the energy from everywhere. And, yeah. you know, like dragonflies were flying around me. And I was like, this is so crazy. Um, it was so, that first year there too. Um, I had felt like a lot of the spirits that were there, the, a lot of the spirits of that land were very observant uh, of what we were doing. And I had actually stepped out into the woods at one point to have a conversation and be like, Hey, we're cool. Uh, we're, we don't, we're not like trying to do anything malicious here. Um, and two barn owls actually started hooting back and forth right over my head and it was one of those moments where everything kind of went silent. Uh, and it was, that was a really cool moment. And I think it was the same year the ghost pipe popped up everywhere. Um, yeah. And it was also a fairy quest year. It was, a, that was a very energetic year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, last year was your first time being in charge of organizing Temple Fest um, as a one day event. So how was that experience and what did you take away from it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway is that I never want to do a one day event again <laughs> for Temple Fest anyway. There's so much to fit into it. Um, and it felt like having to cut corners just to be able to make everything. And even then, it was a jam-packed day. Uh, it, it was really from one thing to the next because I wanted to have that Temple Fest experience still. Um, it was a little strange. We weren't really sure until... I want to say March, almost April, uh, if we were doing in person or not. And so uh, I kind of took it on last minute um, and had a lot of really last minute planning to to make everything happen. Uh, and for those who have planned like a wedding or outdoor wedding or something similar in that short of a time frame from August or uh, from April to August, getting tents and porter potties and food and uh, it. It was a little difficult, but it was absolutely worth it. Um, we, I, I'm very glad that we did it. Uh, I definitely, like I said before, have, have a new appreciation for the energy that our long distance members bring. We only had a handful that were able to come out for a one day event. And as much as I love seeing them, there were many faces that were missed. Um, and yeah, it, it's just something I I really appreciate the extended weekend format that we usually do um the other good thing that came out of it though was that a lot of people attended and saw it and it really got a lot of uh, energy going for and hype I guess going for uh having a longer full event next year and so a lot of people have stepped forward to uh, offer help to make that happen um as a one ray year 
a one one ray individual, one one person running it for a one day event. Uh, I'm blessed to already have two other rays who have stepped up. So we have the full three rays uh, going on the planning again. So we have I have my wonderful partners in crime, um, Don Kostorf and Selena, uh, who will be helping plan for next year. Uh, and then we're also building up Team Temple Fest again. So. That's good. Yeah. Because it does take a team of people to get it yeah. all done, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and starting earlier than April. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so do you, I know in past years, um, the Team Temple Fest would do a journey to mm-hmm. see what, you know, came forth from the fairies about the next year. But do you have any... Um, vision about what next year's might be or thoughts about it so um yes we we will still be doing a vision quest so more specifics will be forthcoming however uh it is a blu-ray year uh with with covid we kind of went full circle um the last one we had in person i believe was a blu-ray year so we're going right back into it again um or we missed the no yeah it was a blu-ray um, and so we're going right back into it again. So we definitely talked about having a fairy quest again. Um, we try it, it, we, without with being online the last two years, we didn't have as much uh, engagement with the fairy court that we work with that we usually do. So uh, being able to honor them and work directly with them is definitely a priority uh, for this upcoming year. Yeah. Um, we're also looking into we we've garnered a lot of long distance members who have been joining us for our online things and uh i still want to be able to honor them and provide for them and so we're looking at ways of potentially recording workshops or making things of that nature available for those people who aren't able to attend in person or even I know that personally every year there's like multiple workshops at the same time that I can't go to because I don't have a time turner Um, and so being able to have uh, recordings and things like that available yeah would would be uh a, a nice offering that's not necessarily something that I can promise but it's something we're looking into um the other thing that we're really just putting a lot of focus into is things that allow us to be able to have this while still being COVID conscious conscious and so uh, limiting the amount of people who can attend each workshop um is kind of a twofold thing uh it would allow us to space out and uh have i know that one of the workshops that um matthew matuka and i taught one year was in the the science center room um and it was packed like sardines we had people out the door and so obviously that is not very covid friendly (laughs) um and so being able to limit the amount of people per room based on the size of the room uh all not only helps with COVID, but also helps encourage people to go to other workshops uh, that they may not necessarily have thought to go to first. Uh, so sharing the love as well. <laughs> yes. Um, so now you've grown up in the context of witchcraft and neo-pagan community. How do you think that influences how you see the creation of community within the temple and events like Temple Fest? Yeah, um, I mean, it definitely influences 
the amount that I volunteer and the amount that I try and be involved. Uh, I grew up in the witchcraft community, um, but I can't say that I grew up in a very organized or healthy witchcraft community, um, especially uh, the, the time that I was growing up in it. Um, and it definitely gave me a perspective of uh, appreciating healthy communities when, when they're there uh, and doing what I can to continue to help them thrive and be that and continue to be that way. Um, and so I definitely focus on, on trying to help as much as I can. Uh, and that said, it, it goes into any event that we run. Um, I mean, as a Pisces deputy, I help run the, uh, the Sabbaths and writing the Sabbaths, Sabbaths and things of that nature and inclusivity and healthy relationships and things of that nature go into everything from a full moon ritual to temple fast. Um, and it's a lot of learn what not to do. <laughs> um, but that's one of the things that comes from having a lifetime of witchcraft behind you too. You have a lot of trial and error that you can pull from a lot of experience that you can pull from. Um, yeah. And I think that um, witchcraft in general is always, uh, is still working on its sea legs mm -hmm. when it's, when it's trying to like deal with, you know, politics of, of the craft and things like that. People are, are always learning and growing and, you know, it's very different from when you just like, I'm going to start a coven and to, you know, I'm running a, you know this. Um, well, it's, it's also different to, I, I mean, being in the witchcraft community can have so many different levels to it. Uh, you can be a, a, a what are we going to call it? A, a sow when you will, um, a pagan where you only go to like a couple things and and that's fine or like you've read some Cunningham and you practice solitary on your own there that that's great if that's your level of uh um activity within the community and that's your level but that's where you're at that's fine um there are other people who have been raised by parents who were at that level um and just to specify the fact that uh, I very much grew up in the community. Um, my, my mother uh, was a professional, which she was a, she's been a professional tarot reader for longer than I've been alive. Um, and she was studying Cabot at the time that I was born. Um, and so actually I was in, uh, I was in the Cabot circles and in Salem at the same time that Christopher was learning. <laughs> uh, it was just, I just happened to be a infant <laughs> like he was quite a baby at the time too um he was quite young when he started down there but uh yeah it um it, it was very like full immersion almost like growing up in a all year never-ending temple fest <laughs> yeah. um, which as much as I love temple fest is something that I would never want to do <laughs> no no I think I think having off time is good uh, <laughs> it helps you appreciate it more too yeah, it does. Um, so what kind of volunteer support are you going to need from our community to pull off Temple Fest this year? And how can people help you? So we have at this point, just about all of the Team Temple Fest coordinator positions filled, which is fantastic. Uh, however, the big thing that we need, that we always need is 
event, like day of event. I say day of, but it's for, you know, four days, but day of event, people showing up and, and volunteering. Um, we always ask that the students, depending on your level in the mystery school, volunteer, but you don't need to be a student to volunteer. Uh, you just have to be at a certain level to volunteer with certain things. Um, some of those things, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you, if you, if I'm wrong and you remember, uh, yeah. but for witchcraft one, they usually do set up. So things like light uh, chairs set up, um, they might set up the classroom, things like that. Witchcraft two tend to do uh, like ritual setup and stuff like that um, because it's aligned with what they're, what they've most recently learned. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft three tends to do uh, post ritual aftercare um, kind of spiritual healing, that kind of thing witchcraft for kind of I mean they're kind of our you can help with just about anything at witchcraft four level um you you might be at the registration table at that point we we know that you have enough information that you can answer just about just about anything that that comes at you. So yeah, um, about the temple, at least. Yeah. About the temple. Right. Um, And so we might ask you to help with like registration or uh, setting up the day of, and um, a little bit more of an expectation of of being able to help. We also know you better as an individual, usually at that point. So we, there's a level of trust that's been gained. Uh, And then witchcraft, five plus uh, ministerial members are typically if they're volunteering, they're um, helping on team temple fest with the coordinator role. And so the coordinator roles are our volunteer coordinator who um, helps schedule all of those volunteers um, as well as anybody else who's interested in helping set up and do parking, things like that. We have a parking and security coordinator. Um, we have communications, uh, communications coordinator. So they get all of our social media stuff. They work with Gemini ministry to be able to make sure that um, information is getting out there. They make our wonderful programs, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is no longer me. <laughs> so that's great. Um, and then we, th- there's a few other positions, um, including like our presenter coordinator, our vendor coordinator. Um, and then we have our three race, which are essentially, we, we start the conversations and then bring those to the special, the specialists within the coordinator positions. Um, right now we are having some bigger conversations than we were expected to be having. <laughs> um, unfortunately, and, and this is going to be, some sad news but also good news the sergeant said isn't doing events anymore um but the people who own the sergeant center have other locations that are very similar uh and they have suggested one that's actually even a little larger um and so we're looking into the different aspects of that you know um how far from the airport is and things like that but um yeah it's uh so we're, that's the kind of stuff that the three rays get to have conversations about. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we kind of get everything going with the board and, and what have you. Uh, and then we get to bring the, the larger conversation to Team Temple Fest. Um, but any if anybody wants to volunteer, like I said, we always need help with setting up the, the lights during the day so that we can not stumble over things at night. Mm-hmm. Um, picking up trash as you see it those kinds of things there are always just a huge help excellent 
Um, and how can uh, people get in contact with Team Temple Fest to volunteer? Uh, they can, for right now, they can email me directly at Liz, L-I-Z, at templeofwitchcraft.org. And that's probably the easiest way. Um, and we have a form, essentially, that they can fill out and say, these are the things that I'm good at. Uh, and, and we can go, okay, these are the things we need help with. So, um, <laughs> that's excellent. Um, so to work with people's strengths as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, and, and their abilities, you know. Right. Like you're not going to have someone who... Um, doesn't walk so well going and setting up things you know they might sit at you know a desk and <laughs> give out you know uh, sign up forms or something like that um, exactly and we do also have volunteer positions that are um, available for those who are long distance and who won't be there until the day of the event usually if you're volunteering uh, I would ask that you at least attending otherwise I feel bad um but uh there are things that you can do like helping make graphics and uh setting things up along that nature that we can always talk about as well so if there's anyone that isn't in the New Hampshire Massachusetts area that uh is interested in volunteering and helping we can chat too awesome so uh I guess that brings me to my last question uh have Having learned the temple tradition and other traditions, what is one thing you've learned that you found really valuable in your life? Funny enough that community is important. Um, I, having grown up in it, kind of my teenage rebellion was leaving the witchcraft community. Um, and I didn't rejoin until 2014. So I, I basically had a break from the witchcraft community from for about 14 years from 2000 ish until 2014 when a friend discovered the temple and uh pastored me nonstop until I came to things um and the feast of Ficate ended up being my first event in 2014 that you were running and uh I never looked back I I, I dragged my feet so hard about rejoining the witchcraft community because it had a very specific connotation in my mind. Um, and it was just something that I didn't want to deal with any of the drama. And, and it's just a lot of energy. I'm an introvert, um, which is surprising to some, but uh, I, it's, it's a lot of energy for me to keep up with specifically certain kind of um, interactions and I, I I really dragged my feet about it but I joined the temple and saw what it was and the community and, and felt how important that actually was to me um and uh I I don't think barring medical uh issues have, have missed any of like the sabbaths or anything since um unfortunately there was that little bit of time there where I didn't get to do things but um I yeah it's it feeds me personally um, to to be involved in community to see other community members grow and and um, you know go through their lives but also grow witchcraft wise uh, and I've seen some amazing things come out of our our community in the last eight years um, and I'm really excited to see that continue. Excellent, that's awesome. Well. Thank you so much for coming on here. I hope that 
everyone who's listening to this podcast is interested in doing something for Temple Fest, and we'll have more hands than we could possibly work with. So <laughs> that's my goal. Coordinator. <laughs> yes. And the volunteer coordinator will take care of all of that. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'll. <laughs> yes well thank you listeners we're gonna you know shut down our sacred space and and uh leave you with that as volunteer and connect community so we thank the great spirit we thank the two who move as one we thank the three rays of love will and wisdom we thank the goddess and the god those who move through us and work with us May we recognize your presence in our lives. Blessed be. Merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. You've been listening to Voices of the Temple. The contents of this podcast are copyright to the Temple of Witchcraft as of 2022. To find more information about us, go to templeofwitchcraft.org.